Welcome back to Art Supply Insiders. My name is Jeff Morrow, and today we're talking with Colleen Richardson, Vice President of Sales at the Jack Richardson Company. Colleen, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Jeff. Thank you. Colleen, thank you so very much for uh, joining us today. Can you give us a little background on who Jack Richardson and Company is? Well, we are a family business. We're one of the few that are uh, still around in our in our industry, I think. Uh, truly, truly a family business. It's my dad who's the CEO. Um, he's 89, and I work with uh, five of my si- four of my siblings. Sorry. <laughs> Wow. I, I've lost track. I've got five siblings, but um, only four of them are in the business. So Jack started this business? Yes, he started the business with Darren, and who's the uh, company president, my baby brother, mm-hmm. and my mom back in uh, 1981, I believe. Uh, and, and what products did you guys start with? Uh, believe it or not, very inexpensive Um paint sets, and uh, we also had a line of brushes, um, and we've grown from there. Wow, and and you sell products just in the United States, or do you sell them all over the world? We sell them all over the world now. Um, we, uh, we primarily sell in the U.S. and Canada, uh, North America, and uh, a small amount elsewhere in the world. We also have a distributor in Australia. Oh, my. So you truly are an international manufacturer. We are. We are. And uh, something that we've done over the years is we've added uh, segments to our company uh, that have allowed us to produce products like best easels, uh, stretcher bars, um, oil paints, you name it. And uh, we, we, uh, we try to make them in the U.S., now, um, today we're going to talk about oil paints, but one of the things you just said was best easels. I understand that's a pretty high caliber line of easels. Can you just very briefly touch on those? Sure. Now, we we sell over 110 different types of easels, but probably about half of them we make here in Wisconsin, mm. and they're made out of American red oak. Um and uh, they are, without question, very, very high quality. Um, we, we sell from um, $150 on up to uh, $2,000, $3,000 in oh, value. Oh, my. So those are, the, those are for the really fine artists, or are they just for artists that paint really, really big? Well, the the cost primarily is in the large easels, uh, the, the the people that paint really, really, really big. Wow! And uh, we've got easels that will go all the way to the top of a convention ceiling. Oh my goodness! Really? Yeah. Well, you know, I would love to have you back sometime in the future, and maybe we can just devote a session to best easels and the history of it, and why they are the the finest easels in the industry. I'd love it. Um, that would be fantastic, Jeff. Good. So tell us a little bit today. So uh, you said that you guys manufacture oil paints. Tell us a little bit about your oil paints. Well, our oil paints were originally known as Shiva or Shiva oils. Um, Shiva oils or Shiva were uh, manufactured back in the 19. 19- 
1950s mm. uh, in Chicago. Um, it was by a gentleman named Ramon Shava. And uh, my dad actually spent time with Ramon um, when he was making paint and learned how, how Shiva Shiva was made at the time. And uh, at I guess in the 1950s and 60s, um, that brand of oils was one of the market leaders in the U.S. Mm. Over the years, the uh, the oil brand was sold and resold so many times that uh, eventually it diluted the quality, and mm. the quality became somewhat questionable. When my dad heard that the line was up for sale. And was getting close to being shut down altogether. He decided no. He wanted to restore it back to the um, the professional line that it was, and uh, that that's been his goal from the beginning was to make a high quality oil that both professionals as well as students could afford. So you said um, back in the fifties and sixties, this was a high quality oil. Was Shiva or Shiva? Was he himself a, an oil painter? Yes, he was. Um, Ramon uh, Shiva, and uh, I think it's it was pronounced Shiva at the time. And you hear people say Shiva Shiva. You know, it's kind of like we'll answer to anything. It's just just so long as yeah. we recognize our name. Right. Um, and uh, he was an oil painter. He was also a casein painter, uh, which are two of the uh, the types of products that we still manufacture here in our plant in uh, Kimberly, Wisconsin today. Now, hang on. You said casein. Um, for yes. our listeners, what does casein mean? Uh, casein is a milk-based product. It's uh, one of the oldest mediums in the world today. Uh, there are over 2,000-year-old casein paintings still found on caves today. Mm. Uh, but it's it's extremely durable. It's an amazing, amazing paint. And it's, um, well, to, to use a, a well-known painter's comment, he says, uh, it's a casein kind of day. It's, it's just a milky, <laughs> sort of uh, slightly foggy-looking day is a casein kind of day. And it, do you use casein with oil paints? You can. Um, Casein can be used as as a uh, water based paint. It can be used like an oil. Um, it can be shined up so that in, an, in if it's used in itself, um, mm. it, it can look very much like an oil when it's done. Really? Now, uh, for our audience, if they want to find more out about casein, could they go to your website, or do you have a place where they could learn a little more about that? Yeah, if they just go to uh, www.richesonart.com uh, and Google or uh, type in the search engine casein, um, there are a number of different articles and uh, bits of information about casein. Ah, that, that's great. So let's kind of move back to oil paint. So your dad bought it from Ramon, brought it back in-house. Now, do you outsource or do you manufacture all of the oil paints yourself there in, where did you say it was, Wisconsin? Yes, yes. We, we actually manufacture here in Wisconsin in our plant. And uh, we do something that most manufacturers no longer do, and that's that time is money. Mm. And uh, so most manufacturers will tube their oils immediately after milling it. 
And what we do is we let it rest, kind of like curing wine. Mm. Um, And the reason that's important is it takes time for the pigment to be absorbed into the oil. And uh, so generally 60 days, give or take a little bit, depending upon the, the pigment, uh, we'll let the oil rest. And so if you go down into our warehouse, there are giant vats of uh, finished paint with dates on them ready to uh, just cure. Really? Now, is that the major difference between you and other manufacturers that manufacture oil paints? Uh, <laughs> that's a tricky question. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not, it's, it's not the only difference. Um, it is one of the differences. Um, one of the differences that you'll find between a student quality oil and a professional grade oil is the, uh, the number of additives that oh. you'll find in the oil. And ours is pigment oil and nothing else. And that's one of the things that, that sets it apart as being a professional oil. Oh. Um, and you'll find that each color dictates the viscosity in and of itself. Um, so some paints are going to be thicker, some are going to be thinner. Okay. And uh, what would be called juicier uh, than others. Oh, now, do you have any really well-known artists out there that are using the Richardson oil paints? Uh, well, <laughs> unfortunately, one of the, the most well-known uh, recently passed away, and it was oh. Ramon Kinsler. Um, uh, so Everett Raymond Kinsler was probably the most well-known. Uh, Daniel Green, uh, Stephen Quiller. Mm. Um, there are a number of, uh, of painters that use our oils today. Why do you think they use yours? There's so much to pick from out there, and I'm sure our audience is confused as heck. Why do these well-known artists like the Richardson? Primarily because we let the, the pigment dictate the viscosity. It's a professional quality oil, and yet it's not over the top in price. Oh. Um, that's not to say that there aren't some really, really great brands of oil out there. There are. Right. Um, but they're all a little different. For whatever reason, our, uh, our oils seem to appeal to mm. uh, some of the top professional painters as well as some of the students in, in the U.S. So how many different colors, I guess that's what you would call it, colors of oil paints does Richardson offer? We offer 80 colors right now. Hmm. Um, we have a chemist on, on staff, and uh, the chemist is always working on uh, whether or not we can add colors or change colors, improve the quality. One of the things that we've been doing is uh, working to make more and more color uh, single pigment oil. Mm. Um, that seems to be very, very popular today are single pigment oils as mm. opposed to uh, uh, an oil color that uses multiple pigments. Oh, now, does that make any difference to the artist? Is it more vibrant? Uh, why, is, why would an artist care about that? Uh, primarily from a purist standpoint, um, you can mix your own color. Mm-hmm. And um, in doing so, you'd be, of course, adding more and more pigment 
different types of pigments to make a different color. Right. Uh, but you'd be starting out with a, a pure color. Wow. Does anyone else out there do that? Do you know, or is this unique to Richardson? Um, no, I don't believe it's unique to Richardson. I, uh, I mean, like I've said, there's, there's a number of really, really great oils on the market today. Um, I just think that you're going to find Richardson is probably the most affordable oil for both the professional as well as the student market. So if, if our audience wanted to try or buy some of these Jack Richardson oil paints, um, where would they go? Is it just is it is it in the big box stores? Is it in brick and mortars? How do they go about finding getting this and, and buying some? Uh, brick and mortar, uh, as well as online. Um, you know, I would I would always check with your local retailer first mm. and uh, find out if they stock our, our oils. If not, then uh, Google it. And uh, most of the, the online guys do carry our oils. It's just an issue of looking for what, uh, what you need. What other types? Of, so you make oil paints. Is there just one kind of oil paint that you make, or do you make a lesser-grade oil? No, we only make professional. Um, we've opted uh, to not put a lot of marketing money into our oils. And that has helped us keep the price very, very affordable. At the Got same it. time, uh, the affordability of our oils has also been one of the negatives from the standpoint of, I, I'll never forget talking to an artist one time at a trade show, and uh, he'd never tried our oils, but uh, he assumed because the price was so inexpensive compared to some of the, the brands he was used to buying on the market, that it must not be very good quality. Mm. And so he was shocked when he actually tried it. And I, I, I sort of had to push it into his hands and say, here, take this, try it. <laughs> really? And he uh, called me several weeks later and actually apologized. And he said, I owe you an apology. This is really <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> well, you can't get a better testimony than that, can you? No, no, it, um, it's one of the stories that uh, really, truly makes my day when I think about it. Now, when we talk about paints, do you guys just make oils and uh, casing? Uh, that's currently what we're doing as far as paint manufacturing. We, uh, we manufacture a lot of other products, but mm -hmm. from the, the paint standpoint, the color standpoint, yes, that's all we're manufacturing. Okay. And I understand that there are a lot of mediums associated with oil paints. I'm, I'm sure that uh, the list is very long. Can you briefly touch on the types of mediums that uh, Richardson offers? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, we've got all of the usual uh, suspects. Okay. Um, you know, probably one of the, uh, the, the most common would be a, uh, an odorless turpentine. Mm. Um, and we, we have an odorless turpentine. We have regular turpentine. We have Venice Terp. What is Venice Terp? It's just simply used as a, uh, a, a medium to make it more mixable. Oh, okay. 
Oh. So you you wouldn't want unless unless you were looking for a really thinned out paint, you would not want to add it to a paint that had a thinner viscosity. But a paint that tended to be very thick, you might you might well add a Venice Terp too. So let me ask you, um, how do you suggest that artists clean their brushes? Do you offer any uh, brush cleaners or anything like that? Uh, yeah, and again, there's there's a number of really good brush cleaners on the market, but we sell a uh, Jack's Linseed Studio Soap that mm. we we find. It was actually brought to us by my sister-in-law, who's an oil painter, oh. and uh, she said, you guys have got to bring this in and package it, so we started doing that. It will clean dried oil and acrylic from a brush as well as clean and condition your brushes. Really, really good stuff. Wait a minute. Did I just hear you say it would clean dried acrylic in a brush? Yes, it will. How the heck can it do that? That seems like that stuff stays in there forever. Well, what you want to do is, I and I've done this at trade shows where I've taken brushes that I've, uh, I've got paint on that has been on forever hmm. and i um i give one to each sales rep i uh i put their name on it and i take it back to my hotel room where i uh put the linseed studio soap on it and i leave it it begins to work on the paint and then eventually after about 12 hours i uh i rinse it out and work at it. It uh, sometimes takes two or three applications, but you can restore your brush to where it's like new. No kidding. Wow. Well, we're kind of running down on time here, but just a couple of things. Um, we talked about oil paint. We've talked about how to clean your brush. Um, we talked a little bit about uh, best easels. And I also understand that you guys make, and, and just touch on this, some pastels. Uh, this is kind of a bit of a teaser. Maybe, again, we can talk about this in the future. Uh, just hit the highlights of what it is about the Richeson pastels that are um, that people are talking about. Well, ours are hand-rolled pastels. They're made overseas, uh, and they're made to our specifications. Mm. Uh, the difference between a hand-rolled pastel and a machine-extruded pastel has to do with hard spots that you're going to find in a pastel that's machine-extruded. Mm. And uh, so ours are all hand-rolled. Uh, we've got over 500 colors, and they're made to our specifications. Mm. Now, um I've seen and heard there's a name Unison out there, and that was from Jack Richardson at one time, right? Yes, yes. And without question, I I have spent a lot of time at the Unison factory, and I will never, ever not have a very fond, fond feeling about Unison. And mm. we did try to uh, uh, replicate um, a hand-rolled pastel that would be a similar quality uh, mm. to the Unison. Uh, but the Unison is, without question, I, I find a, a wonderful, wonderful brand. Got it. Well, listen, uh, I want to thank you so much for all of your time today. I know our listeners are going to enjoy everything you said. And again, I'd love to have you back to talk more about the pastels, about the best diesels. Does that sound all right? Sounds great, Jeff. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's my pleasure. And you've been listening to Art Supply Insiders. Check back with us often as we talk about the world of art and craft supplies. Now go out and create something.